This is Teachers Talk Radio, and you are listening live. Right, everyone. Uh, welcome. I'm joined by Rob James, who is the executive principal of, is it Luxborough School, Rob? Let, let me uh, say it right. It is Luxborough, Luxborough Court. Uh, Luxborough School Court. Yeah, in Essex there. Now, excitingly, it is a brand new school, right, which you are the executive leader of. Um, do you want to tell me, first of all, a little bit about you and how you came to get to the point where you are now leading this, this new school? Okay, so, um, yeah, I, I've been an executive head within the Witherslack for the last couple of years. Um, before that, I was the head of, of a school over in Rugby, um, and also supporting uh, new heads when they come into their into their roles, to be honest, within the group. Uh, so I was asked to take the lead on uh, recruiting, opening, uh, making sure that we're organising everything for Luxborough, uh, Luxborough Corp, as it's a new venture for us, um, especially in that area. Um, so I suppose with my uh, sort of background in, in setting new schools up, but also uh, running really good schools within our organisation, uh, they've asked me to take the lead on this at the moment. So, yeah, very exciting, very exciting indeed. Um, I'm looking forward to it, yeah. What's the, what, what is the idea behind this new school? You know, what, what is this new school all about? So, Luxborough is going to be a state-of-the-art um, school. The facilities are, are, are just amazing, and we're going to sort of enhance and, 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 and even improve on that as we go forward as well. Uh, but it's going to be a school for children who live with autism, uh, we have up to 150 uh, places in there. Um, we're going to be seen as a centre of excellence. Uh, so the, the calibre of the people that we want to bring into the organisation and into that school is all about giving the very best outcomes for the children that we're going to be within our care. Um, we have a proven track record across our whole organisation of doing this. Um, and this is us moving and, and expanding further south into, into the Essex area. So it's about putting down a marker of truly truly excellent for uh, for our children that we're going to be working with when you mention about state-of-the-art facilities can you describe the building and the actual facilities that are that are going to be there yeah so um bit a bit of a subtext for you it was actually built on the old Tottenham Hotspur uh, Hotspur training ground um so it's uh, it's quite a large quite a large school uh, especially for a relatively small amount of children in terms of 150, but not small in, in our world of, uh, of SEM. Um, it's got its own indoor um, sports hall. It's got individual um, sort of outward outs or gardens for every single classroom. The IT infrastructure is, is there. The corridors are open and expansive. Um, it's, you know, a lot of people listening to this will, will understand the limitations that schools can have on, on what they can do for the children. Uh, but Luxborough literally has everything that we need and more to give the children the real, real best um, sort of opportunity to be able to succeed. Um, it's a real wow moment, Tom, if I'm honest with you. You walk through the front door um, and past the reception, just walk, walk through and then you turn left into this corridor and that's when the jaw drop effect happens, as I call it. And everyone who I've walked around so far, that's actually happened. They've turned around it and all they've got is, wow. Uh, because it's just got everything that you can think of and more. Uh, so we have individual sensory rooms. 
We have individual therapy rooms there. Um, as I said, each classroom has their own little outside, outside space that allows children their own little breakout area. Um, the gorgeous canteen area, it's got a big training room, a huge internal quad garden um, that allows children to be able to go and have movement breaks. Everything's been thought of. And as I say, with the Witherslack taking it over as well, um, that's only going to be better. It's only going to get better because we bring a wealth of experience from across our whole organisation, but people who've been doing this for many, many years. In terms of, I mean, obviously it's a brand new school, so you, you presumably you have to recruit a whole new staff body. Yeah. So I suppose there's, there's two questions I have, which is, number one, how many roles and what kind of roles are available or will be available? And the second yeah. part of the question is, what kind of people are you looking for to join this school? Okay, that's a good question. So we're, we're looking up to about 120 new jobs um, it, just in that school alone in the area. So that obviously has a knock-on effect, a positive impact on the, on the local community. Um, anything ranging from head teachers right through to teachers, to deputy heads, to assistant heads, to clinical services, to teaching assistants. Um, and I, in all the schools that I've run over the years, one of my main things that I've always wanted for, for, for my staff is one, enthusiasm to make sure that they will how can i put it almost run through brick walls for our children to go the extra mile for them yes we're looking for those people with an expertise in in, in asd or in, in autism however um i wouldn't say for all roles that's going to be um essential because the the training that we put in as a group builds people's knowledge scaffolds their knowledge so they're able to contribute uh, to what we want for the children um, but I think the key thing is those is those children, the people who want to make a real difference to children's lives and to, to hit the outcomes of giving them an opportunity to become part of the community when they leave contribute to that community and be independent adults and that's the drive that we want for the people is they all share that same vision of what we want for our children what's the age range of the students that are in the school so it's all the way through from key stage two to post 16 so it could be a it could be a primary or secondary teacher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Primary, secondary, or or, or, a, or post sixteen as well. So almost college. Um, so we have we're going to be developing vocational uh, areas as well, um, sort of learning for life. Um, so people who've got some skills uh, who may be uh, qualified to do post fourteen, post sixteen, they're available. In terms of qualifications for TAs. It's about making sure that we put in a package around those for the teaching assistants to upskill them. Uh, if they have, um, you know, level one, level two as a TA, great. Um, however, the person is what we're after in terms of that because it's the support for the child and we'll put the support in place. That was going to be my next question, really, was if somebody is coming from a mainstream teaching background, what does, what do they, if they wanted to go for a job at this school, what... Yeah. Do they need to do anything before they apply? Can they can they just apply? And I mean, how is it different from someone who's never taught in an environment like that? What are the class sizes like? You know, so you'll never get more than eight children in a class. Uh, so we have eight eight children per class. Uh, I'm a big believer in uh, a good teacher is a good teacher. Very rarely do you have teachers who train specifically within special needs. I did many, many years ago, but most teachers train as subject specialists or primary um, um, teachers, depending on, on which age range they're doing. Um, and we do believe that somebody who is, a, who is a very good teacher can teach anyone. 
Uh, it's that's the delivery of their skill, their expertise, and imparting it to, to the child. So what we want is, is, is skilled professionals who are willing to then take on that, that role, that, that model that we will put into place for them. We almost call it the Witherslap way of how we do things. Um, but essentially, Tom, as you know, being involved in speaking to teachers, I guess, for many years, um, if you can teach, you can teach. Um, and that's the most important thing. Long gone are the days where special needs needs to be seen as the, uh, the lesser friend, if you like. Our children deserve the very best in, what, in, in the teachers that, that, that come to us. So in one of my schools in rugby, I have subject specialists, history, geography, maths, English, science, and they will be the ones who are the experts in their particular field. So why should the children not have them? And then they can cascade training down to other teachers who then also deliver their subject areas as well. But it's having that passion for wanting the very best and high aspirations for all of our children. That's who we're after as the teachers. So in terms of the job roles, they, they could be subject specific. You could, you could have yeah. someone who, who has a subject discipline and they can, they can still get one of these, they can still go for one of these roles and, oh, still, yeah, yeah. and still teach within their discipline. Most We're still within their discipline completely. We like to, we like people to, to offer more, to want more, um, you know, to do some extracurricular stuff as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you're, if you're a math specialist and you're passionate about maths and you want to reach the children who haven't been able to reach with, by, you know, with maths before, this is the job for you because you're going to be able to be maybe the first person in these young kids' lives to really be the one that gets maths over to them as something that's key and important for the rest of their lives. And the same history, um, to what my background is originally, you know, you don't know where you're going until you know where you've come from. And these kids need to know that uh, as well. So, yeah, we're wanting the passionate um, specialists who can then really support and drive these children. Because the thing is, Tom, it's, it's about aspirations. Um, I say a lot of this uh, to people all the time, but um, it's a bit off, sort of bear with me here. If you see Usain Bolt running down a road and you say, why, he's a special sprinter. How many people, when you, when you, when you say that to them, how many people do you get hearing going, ah, oh, is, he, is he a special sprinter? But all of a sudden, somewhere along the line, when you say special needs, it doesn't evoke the same answer or feelings as when you say special sprinter. And it should, because all of our children, yes, they have their special needs, they're additionally, but special doesn't mean negative. Special means unique, fantastic, waiting to be found, waiting to be tapped into. And that's the teachers who we want to, to be able to do that for us. In terms of like the teacher experience in the school, what, what do you anticipate that to be? Because obviously there's a huge amount of, of kind of pressure on, on many teachers in many schools in terms of workload, in terms of, you know, the pressure to, to do X, Y, Z. And, and how are you going to go about making this an attractive offer to a teacher who's moving maybe from another school who wants to work for you? But their question is, well, how are you going to how are you going to look after my my well-being? You know, what's okay. how's that going to work? So I guess the first starting point I'd say there, Tom, would be in the massive secondary schools or really large primary schools, there is a tendency that we can get into almost, um, you know, getting through the numbers, getting everything done, just pushing things through. Working in one of our schools is an opportunity to uniquely get to know the child, to understand the child, to be able to work really, really closely with the child and see their journey right from the beginning, right through to the end. In terms of the welfare of our, of our staff, right across the group, we have we really promote 
um, a, 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 you know, healthy well-being. We, we, we want that balance between work-life. We don't expect our teachers to be going home and working till 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock at night. Uh, we, we always make sure there's adequate enough time for people to have their PPA, normally 10%, but in a lot of cases, more. Um, because we believe that the adults as well as children need to have that, that time and that space to be able to prepare, be able to get ready, um, to be able to have time for themselves. Um, in a lot of our schools, we encourage um, the, well, the well-being groups so that staff will meet after school uh, and be able to talk amongst themselves. A senior member of staff will come in talk about any issues or problems as well. Um, but again, the group always sort of puts forward that if we haven't got healthy staff, we're not gonna get productive staff. And that means the children aren't gonna get their best. So we have a wide range of benefits that come with joining our group that involves things like um, you get um, sort of discounts on certain spa days and tokens and stuff that, you ha that happens within joining the organization. Um, and for some for some roles as well, you'll actually get private medical care as well um, that you're able to access uh, if and when required. Uh, but we do work very similar to state sector in terms of T's and C's. Um, so everything that you'd be entitled to within the mainstream sector or in the state sector also applies within the group as well. I personally think I might be biased, but I personally think it's actually enhanced um, within within our or, or within our organisation. Yeah. So yeah, that'd be the answer to that one, uh, I think, Tom. How, so finally, how, if someone's listened to this and they think, do you know what? A, I want to find out more, or B, I'm ready, I want to apply. What are the different options for someone if they want to kind of find out more, or maybe they want to chat to you or somebody else about this? You know, what are they, what, what can they do? So you can go on to with us like group.co.uk. Uh, uh, and I think if you're forward slash LCS. Careers. Yeah, careers. Uh, yeah. Go, on, go on to careers there. Um, you'll have all of our job adverts and they're always being refreshed. Uh, and that's not just for Luxburg, of course, it's nationwide, but yeah. primarily for Luxburg um, there. Uh, I, can, I can be contacted through there as well uh, at, my, at my email address. That's uh, not a problem. You'll be able to see that off the group. Um, or even uh, we can find a way to uh, to get out sort of um, contacts of people down at Luxburg. When I'm down there, you can email me and I can meet people and show them around. But our website is a wealth of knowledge and information on it. Um, so if anybody wants to get onto there, somebody will be able to get them through to me uh, or somebody else involved with the uh, with the uh, with the school as well. So that was Robert James, the executive head teacher of Luxburg Court School. If you want to find out more, go to withuslacgroup.co.uk forward slash careers. Apply for this, one of these roles. It sounds absolutely fantastic. Rob, thank you so much for your time today. For the type of uh, really, outstanding really education it. that every child deserves. That's what makes us the leading provider of specialist education and care. We need people like you to help us achieve even more. With us, you'll be given all the resources and support you need offered a clear path to career progression and be rewarded with some of the best salaries and benefits the industry has to offer. We are with a Slack group. If you'd like to find out more, we'd love to hear from you. Visit www.withaslackgroup.co.uk forward slash careers and be part of our future.